Welcome to The Silent Lotus. I'm Sudithi. And I'm Suhita. We are two South Asian women who are very young and figuring out how to navigate the world. Join us on our journeys of tackling our health, self-care, and mustache hairs. A gentle reminder that we are not experts, just two young women hosting a podcast. We encourage you to seek out support from a trained health professional as needed. Welcome back to this week's episode of Silent Lotus. Sita, what's been the highlight of your week so far? Well, I guess I mentioned this last week. Um, so last week was the last week, I keep saying that, of my internship for the <laughs> summer. Um, so now I have about, what, like two and a half weeks to just do absolutely nothing. I've been like sleeping in, Amazing. doing yoga for the first time and actually enjoying it, cooking, yeah. just chilling I started Grey's Anatomy again probably not the best decision because I always give up after season nine specifically I've seen the show three times up until that season but I'm going for it and I'm just so relaxed and so pleased yeah that is amazing chilling how are you what's up how was your week you know you know funny I've had the opposite week so I am (laughs) I'm taking my MCAT in exactly two weeks Um, So uh, this week has kind of been definitely not amazing or it definitely didn't start off on an amazing note because I just woke up on Monday and the anxiety of like this test is really soon just hit me and then we'll talk about this a little bit later but then Tuesday our university announced that we're going to go fully online in the fall. So then that was its own emotional roller coaster. And I've, I mean, the week has definitely gotten better since. But yeah, definitely a tough week in general, especially as I'm coming up on the test date. But what I have loved doing as like my daily dose of serotonin is I, my dad and I, we both love to go on drives together. So I drive or he drives and sometimes we like have somewhere we need to go or sometimes we don't. And I made this one playlist last week which is all of my favorite like Bollywood music from the 2000s specifically. I think that Bollywood peaked in the early 2000s and most of the playlists on Spotify are not that good and so I made my own and we just listen to it and we have a little dance party and we just drive and it's really really relaxing. So I've loved doing that. I actually, um, so over the weekend, my cousin and I went on, had a long drive to come back home and it was pretty late at night. I was honestly just kind of tired. So she started playing like all of these old throwback musics like Jesse McCartney, yeah. Hannah Montana. Like we were fully listening yeah. to True Friend by Hannah Montana on the drive back like <laughs> over the Tappan Zee Bridge and it was fantastic. Highly recommend long That's- drives with nice playlists. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I've like, as someone who's like, gotten recently into driving because yeah I have I talked about this yes. that I like just got my license six months ago um I've really developed a love for this activity so it's like a great quarantine activity also get in your car and just put on a good playlist and just drive or a really um, long walk I did that this week it slapped oh, I listened yes. to I listened yes. to podcasts I listened to loudmouth Ludkeys on a two-mile walk it was a fantastic start mm. to my morning highly recommend their That's podcast awesome. they're also our age and it's cool yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Shout out to them. Um, we alluded to this earlier, but um, we have a question. Our first question is about going back to school in the fall. Mm-hmm. So the question reads, how are you handling this d- the decision about going back to school in the fall? Very simple uh, and super relevant to us. Yeah, I cried 
not gonna lie. Yeah. So Sadithi just mentioned this. Basically, I guess it was Tuesday that our school yes. made this decision. So originally, it was supposed to be a hybrid model where they were inviting students back to campus. And now they're like, ha, psych, fully online, don't come back, no on-campus housing. We both live off-campus, but regardless, it was still kind of, for me at least, it was this decision of, like, should I go back or not? Like, I can still stay home if I wanted to, essentially. Um, And I think what stressed me out the most is just that it felt like my decision was based on the decisions of other people around me. Um, okay. And I remember calling Sudithi on Tuesday, yeah. whenever this was, like literally crying because I was so stressed yeah. out and sad thinking about this possibility yeah. of like not getting to see people, not getting to have our senior year. Because like yeah. we only get four years of college before we have to go be adults. Yeah. And I think especially for me because I have this offer for a full-time job post-grad and I can really picture what that's going to be like. And this mm-hmm. was my last year to just kind of be a college student with less responsibility and so the idea of not really getting that um, after working so hard to deserve it in my opinion was really really stressful I've ultimately decided to go back regardless just for my own mental sanity I think for me like I'm already paying rent anyway why waste that Um, I think I would genuinely go insane being at home with no sense of privacy or independence um, and I yes. think, well, Sadithi's also coming back. So at least I have like this one person to talk to and hang <laughs> out with. And all of my roommates, I think, will be back now, which they've been deciding yeah. over the past few days. So I think there's just a lot of different factors to consider. But for me, it makes the most sense to get out of my house and leave my hometown. Yes, I really hear that. Um, I think that I was doing a little bit less of like, it, it, it felt a little different when, I mean, I think we're just, like, talking about our personal experiences mm-hmm. now. I think I had made the decision pretty firmly that I was going to go back. Not because, I mean, yeah, living, you know, at home after having lived in college comes with, a you know, its own set of challenges. But And so I was pretty keen on just going back. For me, it's really about the independence um, that I feel like I don't necessarily have just because, you know, you live in a house with four other people and you live with your parents and you don't do everything yourself, but I like doing everything for myself. Um, and just being able to, you know, control my time. Not, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily the most accurate. I do whatever I want during the day, really, but that, and that's mainly studying. But it's just a general sense of independence that I miss and that I was very keen on. But I know that there was, I think after I decided, like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back, then, you know, started doing all these mental gymnastics. I mean, partially about like oh college is over and I really feel like I didn't get to have this experience in full but that really only further reinforced my desire to go back and at least spend the semester on campus and but then there's also a lot to think about for example groceries mm-hmm. like we drive to get our groceries here that's totally safe I wear a mask the minute I step out of the car I you know whatever whatever probably gonna have to walk to get my groceries that's like that comes with its own set of challenges. Like there's just gonna be, I know that there's logistical things that I'm going to have to deal with. Um, but for me, the like the benefits of going back outweigh those little cost things. Mm-hmm. So yes, I've also decided to go back to live on campus in the fall. Um, but we mentioned a lot of factors that I think are important to consider, mainly your mental sanity mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I think also for those of you, our listeners, who don't necessarily have that same sense of 
control over whether or not you can go back. So, for example, me yes. and Saliti both live about two to three hours away from our school. It's a simple drive to get mm. there. We're already paying rent mm. on campus anyway. But obviously not yes. everyone has that kind of luxury. It could be a flight yes, away from course. your school or you might not be able to afford off-campus housing, not be, may not be able to find it, things like that. And I think in that yes. case where you genuinely just don't have a decision to make and you're stuck at home for the semester, I understand that it's probably very, very sad to think about that possibility of staying home for a while. But in these next few weeks before your classes start, I would just recommend taking some time to think about all the little things that you're going to do for yourself to make it a little bit more tolerable or to make it as enjoyable mm. as possible. Whether that's yes. making plans with friends on Zoom or anything like that, or just the small things day to day that will make you feel a little more sane because your mental health is the most important thing, especially in a time like this. Yes, could not agree more. Um, our next question mm -hmm. is also sort of related to this. Do you want to read it? Yes. Um, okay, so do you have any tips for making the best of being inside all the time? I think that perfectly relates to what I was just saying, but I feel like yes. Sadithi definitely has a lot of really interesting ideas around this. So yes. go for it. Yes. I Okay, when I read this question, I thought about like staycation vibes, but specifically how to make a staycation during the pandemic where the entire pandemic is a staycation better. And like how to break up the monotony of just the same everyday routine. That's something that I've struggled with, as which I found weird in the beginning because I love routine. Routine, I thrive off of routine, but I kind of hit a wall with it where I was like, this is, this, there's no, because like your days have like these routines in the beginning and then the routines at the end. But in the middle, as a college student, there's a lot of variability. So that was a great balance of like structure and then flexibility within that structure. But now it was just all structure and monotonous. So what I thought about was ideas for like a little at-home vacation. So stick with me. I'm excited. If you want, I think I'm definitely going to do this um, after I take my exam, potentially the first weekend of, you know, like Labor Day weekend or something. First step, put your phone away. I spend so much time on my phone during the pandemic. I watch TikToks before I go to bed. It's so bad. It's just, it's, just put your phone away. You'll, um, we've talked about this so many times about like Instagram, TikTok, all this kind of stuff. It's just going to like distract you. It's going to, I feel like it makes you think that, you know, you always think the grass is greener, I think, when you look at social media. Yeah, but definitely. Anyway, yeah. I think also Go there's ahead. just been a few moments or like hours where I'm busy doing something. Like for example, yesterday I was cooking a meal where there was just a lot of moving parts so I wasn't checking my phone for at least an hour or so mm -hmm. and I went back and noticed like a decent amount of notifications or whatever it is but realized like none of them were all that time pressing it really didn't matter like I'm not that yes. important <laughs> no one needs to contact me <laughs> like it's not that big of a deal um so I think yes. finding those things that genuinely make you forget about being on your phone and talking to people or like being on social media all the time also really important like those little things that you yes. enjoy that give, put you in a different mindset yes okay my next idea is something that I'm stealing from uh, a couple of people that I watch on YouTube is doing like little themed days. I love the idea of this. Like the idea of putting on a costume and like doing Halloween or decorating for Christmas. We have a Christmas tree in my house yes. in college. I would totally, it's, it's a fake Christmas tree. It's like plastic. I would totally invest the effort into setting that whole thing up, decorating it, putting on Christmas stuff, baking cookies. That sounds delightful. Do that. Have a little themed day. Mm -hmm. 
or sort of related to that, do like a little at-home spa day. This is potentially a cliche, but I think you could make this really fun if you like go all out with all the decoration and stuff. Or something that I saw when I was like looking for ideas for this was simulating vacation vibes at home. So how does one do that? Beverages. Oh. Making fun beverages, you know? Like, like a pina colada? Yeah, Ooh. a mojito, your favorite cocktail. Okay. Wear, wear a swimsuit around your house. This one was kind of a strange suggestion, but I don't hate it. Um, not that I am most comfortable in a swimsuit, but... Could help with body positivity. Start oh, in your yes. own house where you're the most comfortable and then take it yes, outdoors. This... Love yourself. Yes. Walk, yes, walk around in a swimsuit all day. Um, indoor s'mores, different vacation vibes, definitely not beach vibes, but I still love it um movie nights with lots of snacks that's kind of a more generic idea but the idea of like bringing a vacation destination to you i think is adorable you could build a fort and like if you get one of those tiny projectors i don't know how expensive they are because i've never gotten one but if you build a fort and do it on like a sheet like that's such a cute little fun thing with a friend or a sibling or whoever you're with yes can you imagine like i would love that put your phone away i'm doing that put your phone away for a night Build a fort, get some wine, make some drinks, make some snacks, and watch a movie. That sounds delightful to me. I'm here for it. It takes effort, but it takes effort to plan a vacation, so it should also take effort to plan a good staycation. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you have any other tips? I just want to say you can get a lot of really cheap holiday decorations either on Amazon or Target or Walmart. Um, I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. this, but I attempted to decorate for all the major holidays last year. Um, I still have this little ghost hanging from the ceiling fan in my living room at school because I never took him down. Same thing with my Christmas decorations, just never took them down. I would suggest (laughs) actually like, you know, transitioning between holidays as opposed to keeping everything up. But there are cheap options out there that make it really fun to come like downstairs to. I'm a huge holiday person. Yes. Holidays are adorable. And I think that holidays will, you know, you can really like go all out because the the busyness of life that makes it feel like holidays are a stressful thing that's gone you can just enjoy the holidays and just have a fun time um okay these are all the suggestions we have for now but i think that this is something i want to keep the people posted on um, i like it as we try out some of these ideas okay um next question shall i read it or shall you um go ahead shall okay (laughs) i'm saying shall um (laughs) What are your thoughts on reconnecting with people you haven't talked to in a long time? Just people who faded out of your life or that you fell out of touch with. I love this question. I also have a funny comment to make. Um, So it's the same person who tends to submit these really long questions. And this person let me know yesterday that she always means for us to um, rephrase them or paraphrase them as opposed to reading the whole thing. And I explained to her that I think it's much funnier to read out the full question. I just thought that was a hilarious comment to make from her. That is so cute. This person, you know who you are. I think that's adorable (laughs) that she thinks that we're going to... I think it's adorable that she thinks that we're going to put that time. (laughs) Obviously, you put a lot of time into this. Obviously. But it's funnier this way. I like hearing the full question. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, But I do have... have Yeah, same. Do you want to start off? Yeah. Sure. Uh, This feels like very relevant and resonates with me a lot because 
my entire life, my extended family and friends have always been scattered all over the world. Just from moving abroad all the time, um, I have so many people that I'm that are very close to me who are all over the world. And when you're young, um, especially like I think I'm much better now as like a 21 year old at you know understanding what a healthy relationship looks like not romantic necessarily like any kind of relationship friendship with a family member whatever and so I know what it means to put in effort and you know put in what you get out but I didn't know that as a kid so some of these relationships naturally fizzled um and in particular during the pandemic as I've had all this time this is something I've put a decent amount of time into um so I have a few tips to share but my main two are first why do you want to do this? And if the answer to that is, I'm bored and I want to talk to someone during the pandemic, that's great. Human connection is a beautiful thing. So do that if that's you know what you want to do. But what I think is more important is to seriously evaluate, like before you take this step and re-enter someone's life, don't take that initial step lightly. I'm not trying to put pressure on anyone, but I want, you know, this listener and anyone else to consider, like, are you ready to step into a person's life again and then put in the effort that is necessary to maintain this relationship? Because I think it's really just not a great thing to do to make someone think that you're ready to be there and be around and put effort in and then just walk away, you know, because things get busy or because, you know, your own personal life gets in the way. And so evaluate critically, like, am I, for example, am I willing to, like, you know, take time to call this person once a week? Am I going to put the effort into, like, texting them or something like that? Um, And it's hard. It's a hard thing to do, especially strictly virtually. This is a person who's far away. For example, we we have a lot of relatives in India. They're so far away. We haven't seen them in years. If, you know, if that's something that is relevant to you, listener, then... You, I mean, this entire relationship is going to be rebuilt virtually. You won't have shared experiences to talk about, and that's often where a lot of the source material for conversation comes from. Like, Suda, you and I talk about a lot of, I don't know, like abstract third-party other things, but then we also talk about things that we've been through together. When you're rebuilding a relationship virtually, you don't have those experiences as source material. Mm-hmm. So. A, you got to find things to talk about, and then B, embrace the small talk and embrace the fact that it might be awkward at times, but that you'll, you know, if you continue to put the effort into it, um, it's going to get better over time. Um, Those are the two main things that I found to be really relevant in this process. What about you? I just think, so the whole point about evaluating whether or not you're ready to put the energy in, I think that's so important and Mm -hmm. not something that I had actually thought about. Um, Mm. I think I was definitely looking at this question more so from the lens of why are you reaching out in the first place? Because I think there are good reasons to reach out to someone who you haven't spoken to in a while and there are Mm -hmm. bad and toxic reasons to do so. A good reason is you genuinely miss this person and and the bad reason would be, oh, I'm bored and lonely and this person might be available. That's toxic. I'm sorry, but it is. Mm. And then I was also thinking about these questions of like, why did you fall out of touch in the first place? Was it happenstance did something happen was there an actual falling out um and so you know if it was just happenstance you just naturally drifted I think it makes a lot of sense to want to reach out to again to to that person again and if there was a falling out maybe there's a lot more thought that has to go into it but I hadn't thought about your point about are you willing to put the energy in and I think I've definitely done that poorly in the past where 
in the moment yeah. I'm like I think of someone randomly I reach out to them either just to say hi or like send them something that made me think of them and then yeah. objectively speaking I am lazy and I couldn't put the effort in because the reason for me reaching out was very in the moment as opposed to like a long-term connection or desire for that long-term yeah. thing yeah and so yeah. I would just kind of fall off because I don't know how to keep the conversation mm-hmm. going because I think also not just in a virtual setting, but if you haven't spoken to someone in a very long time, they could very well be a completely different person than who you knew them as. Yes. Oh. My and if gosh, you yes. haven't been there to experience that, you might not be able to really have a meaningful conversation with them, and maybe they're not mm-hmm. the same person that you were once friends with, and that's also something to consider. But at the same yes. time, I think it makes me really, really happy when I hear from an old friend out of the blue, and I always really, really yes. appreciate it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think right now I've realized that I can only give my energy to so many people without feeling exhausted and while still taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of make it a point to not reach out to people just to talk to people. I try to Mm -hmm. really surround myself with meaningful connections as opposed to acquaintances. And that's just a personal Mm -hmm. choice because I don't have the energy to give to too many people. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's totally valid. Yeah, I think that's totally valid. I think it really depends on, yeah, the two, like we're just repeating ourselves like why <laughs> like are you because I I mean you I was gonna ask you this I didn't want to cut you mm-hmm. off but is it okay if someone is just bored and just wants somebody to talk to to reach out or would you like let's say that happened to you somebody mm-hmm. like an old friend a hypothetical old friend um you haven't spoken to let's say in a couple of months maybe let's say just since the start of the pandemic that's not even that long of a time sure time. would you feel how would you feel if that person reached out and said, hey, we haven't chatted in a while. I want to catch up. I would be honestly really happy about it. I'd be like, oh, like, that's really nice. But at the same time, me personally, I think I'd be a little bit stressed because my life has been really boring for the past 10 weeks. I don't know what to talk to this person about because I don't know what they've been up to either. And I think it can be, for me personally, I find it really difficult to have conversations over text. If you want to hop on a call or something like that, that's so much easier in my opinion. That's good advice. But it does make me happy Call to people. hear from an old friend at any point, unless I don't like them for some reason, or unless something bad <laughs> happened between us, you know? If it's all good vibes, yes. then we're good. Okay, yeah. But I think, I mean, you bring up a good point, though. Like, it's much easier. I found this in my experiences to also definitely be true. Um, it is much, much easier to just hop on a FaceTime call yeah. more than anything. Even easier than the phone, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because people have very different communication styles um and especially if you're you know people are you're communicating with somebody who's of a different cultural culture to you I found that to be relevant um they probably speak and communicate in a different way and over the phone um like text aside over the phone when you can't see them I found little things to cause like not friction but just like just to be like irksome when you just accidentally keep cutting each other off and you're like girl like why is this happening but it's no one's fault it's just like this medium is really tough so the me if you want to take this step I would definitely advise that the like you know maybe send an initial text to be like hey yeah don't just call them out of the blue after like six months don't Don't do do that that. I I don't like that I don't Um, like that give me warning first yes but then yeah, if you send a nice text message, they reply, they want to talk to you, just suggest a FaceTime. Yeah. I think that will make it a lot easier. And one thing will probably lead to another in that conversation. Um, and then and then kind of see where it goes from there. Um, but yes. 
be willing to put in the time. Yes. Long term. Exactly. Don't fade out of don't come in and then fade out of someone's life. Yes. I think that's hurtful. You will get out of a relationship what you put into it. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Unless the person yes. sucks. Can we like yes, can we like flash that with like neon lights? lights. Pretend like, you can see us mm-hmm. flashing neon lights. Yes. Put you put in what you want to get out. Yes. Right. Snaps. Because I don't want to snap into the microphone, <laughs> but I'm snapping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should uh, we move on to the next question? Yes. Well, okay. So we're going to do something interesting. Oh, that right. We yes. Before. So something that we want to start doing from here on out is that, like, we've stated this explicitly. Suta and I are not experts. No, we, we think are not. We're pretty good at this stuff, but we're not experts. <laughs> and some of you out there are probably have better advice than we do. Yes. Um, and so when we for anything that we talk about. If you have a follow-up thing to say, please reach out to us and let us know. And we would love to share your follow-up advice or your response to a particular question on the future episode. Um, And I think an excellent example and a great way to kick this off is last week we had a question about dating in the queue and searching for deeper connection. And (laughs) to our credit, I think we- We tried. (laughs) Deep thinking. We we thought very deeply. Yes. But then at the same time, which we realized at the end, we got very... In the weeds, I guess? Yeah. Very much so. In our defense, Um, though, we thought about it very deeply. We had a very long conversation about that question before the episode. We prepared for it. And then we tried. Again, we tried. Yeah. But a friend had better advice. Yes. Yes. This friend had much better advice. And so... On this vein of sharing listener feedback, we wanted to share their advice with their permission, of course. So the listener responded and, you know, they said, great advice, really analytical, (laughs) but (laughs) with with all due respect, (laughs) overly complicated. (laughs) And they suggested that honestly, that they approach dating themselves in a much simpler way. Um, They have, stick with me here, because maybe some of you will kind of, you know, see this in a different way but this person has a certain kind of idea in their mind of the type of partner that they're trying to meet and have sort of loose criteria but by loose I mean loose like they're not like must be a certain height and must be you know like that's toxic this is not Indian matchmaking no this is like just personal qualities like what kind of what kind of a person do you want to be around so examples like someone who's kind someone who's caring someone who's driven someone who's fun you know like loose things like that and they have a couple of those and then once they you know because life happens and I mean it's some combination of like actively seeking a partner out or you know trying just encountering someone through the various walks of life they then you know whatever happens happens and then they kind of acknowledge that once you meet this person who meets these personal criteria that you've set for yourself then the rest is really all out of our control like it's out of our control how the person feels and how they're going to feel over time and the main thing really is like circum like circumstance and the friction that that causes is also entirely out of our control being in the same place, being in the same stages of life. And I think if you're going to date, you have to, and what this person said was, you just got to embrace that. Um, if you know what you want, then you're going to you're gonna keep meeting the type of person that you want. And then the only variable factor left is this like circumstantial friction 
that's out of our control. And I thought this was such good advice. Like, how simple is that? Just think about what you want, meet those people, and then just see what happens. It's really that simple. Um, And it's so relevant to dating in the queue because, you know, just apply it to online dating, let's say. You know what you want, you meet those people, you talk to them online, maybe you'll find someone who meets those qualities, and then... Yes, of course, there's a lot of circumstantial friction in a global pandemic. Um, you can try and work around that. Um, there's There are safe ways to date right now. Or you just, you know, let's say, you know, your the circumstances aren't in your favor. That connection can't, you know, become all that it could right now. It doesn't really devalue it. And you could potentially revisit it in the future. Um, but TLDR, the person suggested just... Generally define what you're looking for in a partner, and once you find this person and the feeling is mutual, all the other sources of friction are out of your control, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's the risk that we take when we're dating people, that there is stuff that there is stuff that's out of our control. Yeah. What do you think? I thought this was, I this changed my like mindset in a lot of ways. I love how simple that is, but I guess at the same time, and I'm just kind of, this is just where my mind is at, but I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. it's not that simple. Okay. Me, I think in the beginning it definitely is because you're in that phase of just getting to know someone for the first time. And mm-hmm. so, of course, mm-hmm. you should be looking for those qualities that you care about, whether that's someone being kind or driven or whatever it might be. But at the same time, I think as a relationship continues, it's also really, really important. I think I might have mentioned this last time to define mm-hmm. the kinds of things that you will not stand for or put up with if that makes oh, sense. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. basically, like, if you're going into a new relationship with this mindset of, like, I'm super excited about this, I'm going to make this work, it's, as because they fill all these qualities I'm looking for, it's really, really likely that you will kind of forgive the small things, continue to do that until it builds up. And so mm. I think you also really need to keep in mind that even if someone does fit those general qualities you're looking for, it's very possible that they still have certain negative qualities that you should not be dealing with or putting up with. Um, So I just think there's two different sides to it, I think. And it just has to go with, again, all going back to what you're really looking for and what you're specifically not looking for. But balancing the two and not letting the little things slide just because someone happens to meet a few of those qualities that you've laid out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my my word of caution there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there is some, like, happy medium that yes. can be met. Like, cause some happy balance that can be struck between these two approaches. Like, have a list of things that you really value and that you really care about and that are absolutely essential for you to have in a partner. But then also have deal breakers. I yes, think that that that's a good word for it. Because there are certain things which I think, like, I've realized as, like, a young person who's dating and particularly as just like a young woman is that like I don't know you have to have respect for yourself like and like value yourself enough to know that like and there's a lot of like you know sometimes corny cliche messaging like you know you're the you're a queen and you are I'm not communicating this properly it's like like you know, you don't need him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like all this, like very like be independent. And that's wonderful. I totally stand Of for course. That. Um, but then when you're getting into dating, you're like, oh my gosh, like you're just kind of overwhelmed with like in the, in the, and in infatuated with all of these feelings mm-hmm. in the beginning. And 
there's all this messaging from popular culture that's like, go queen, you do you, you know, you don't need a man. And then like, oh my God, I'm dating someone. How exciting. This feels like a Nicholas Sparks movie. And you, it's really hard to know in all of that, like how you value, how you should value yourself and like what you have to offer. And so don't forget that. Mm -hmm. Um, You have something unique to offer. Yes. And if someone isn't respecting you or trusting you in the way that you deserve, in the way that you need, they can go. There are many fish in the sea. Yes. Don't let anyone else make you feel like your standards are too high because they're probably not. That person's just not meeting them. And so they should work harder. Yes. I think it's very rare for your standards to be too high in the modern world, to be fairly honest. Sometimes it's the case. Especially as women. But why settle? Even if your standards are too high, the too highest should be in quotes. Like, you'll find someone who does meet those standards because someone else will have those same kinds of high standards. And you're just not finding the right people yet. And that's okay. Can I, can I, can we launch into a brief five minute tangential discussion related to this, which is because you mentioned Indian magic. I was literally just thinking that too. Which is why I was like, actually, oh, some people might have their standards being too high. Yes. But even Tele- then, they can still te- find someone. Telepathy. Yeah, well, so th- this immediately, I think we're both thinking of a character on this show, <laughs> yeah. Indian Matchmaking, which, for context, if you haven't watched it, is a new reality TV show on Netflix all about... Indian Matchmaking. Indi- Indian Matchmaking. Yeah, the arranged marriage system, whatever it is. Yes, and so there is a character who is very... Po- how do I describe her? She is so one of these like people who wants to find a match through this matchmaker and has very specific high standards. Um, like very, very a, specific. Yes. And I think that's the point that I want to make and like the distinction that I want to make between her version of having high standards and what we're talking about. Because this person, this listener's advice and what we're suggesting mm-hmm. is like, Keep these criteria loose, like related to personal qualities, not like, are they six foot four? Are they they a lawyer? Yes. Like, I think if you go down that rabbit hole of like things that are outside of personal qualities, you're either never going to meet who you're looking for or you're just going to start dating the same like like carbon copies of the same exact mm-hmm. person. Don't do that. That is useless because then you're never really figuring out what you want because you keep dating the same man in a different body over and over, man or woman or whoever, in a different body over and over again. Um, so I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. I just thought that was hilarious. She was, yeah. That reminded me of like reincarnation and all these Thelga movies about like reincarnation and falling in love with the person <laughs> you were in love with. There's this whole movie where like these this couple, they were together in a past life like centuries ago and then they fall in love again. Uh-huh. But actually it's the same body, just different people. That didn't. This doesn't really make sense. I'm going to move on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I That's- love this listener's advice. And I think the whole idea is just kind of keep it broad. Keep your criteria broad and simple. Yes. And you will meet people who fulfill those criteria. And then the rest is out of our hands. Exactly. That is okay. We talked about this also. Embrace the fact that certain things are out of your control. Yes. Tough to do, but it will come with time. Exactly. Um, I think with that, mm-hmm. that concludes yet another episode. Um... Do we have anything else you wanted to mention? Um, no, I'm. This is this was a fun episode. I feel like we covered a lot of really 
relevant topics, especially things that are, I think, super relevant to right now, which I'm really happy about. Mm, Um, Again, always keep the questions coming. Um, We could definitely use some more questions for our future episodes. Um, And of course, as Aditi mentioned, if you have any follow up ideas or comments you'd like to make that you think that you'd like to see us add on to for next time, let us know as well, whether that's through the form on our website or just through a text message, Instagram DM, whatever you prefer. We are always happy to hear from you. Yes, um, I would like to give a shout out. I don't know if they're listening, but we, um, a publication on our campus wrote this lovely, heartwarming, soul-filling piece about us that I just thought was so kind. Um, So shout out to uh, the writer and our friend who helped put that together. Um, We shared that piece on our Instagram recently, and it was just... It, it was just another one of those things where we were like feeling a little mushy and it was really nice. nice it was it was so 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 sweet so thank you guys so much for doing that yes um, thank you so so much we have some exciting things coming your way dear podcast listeners yes we do get ready um yes yeah, submit questions follow us on socials leave us a review on apple Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Share the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Yeah. Do something that brings you, gives you serotonin. Amazing. Obviously. And thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Silent Lotus. Stay in touch with us on Instagram or Twitter at Silent Lotus Pod and submit your questions on our website at SilentLotusPod.com. Your question might be featured in a future episode. We'd also love to see you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share this episode with a friend. Thanks and see you next week.